Don't look back because the market is closed. Good Thursday afternoon, everyone. Tyler here with you for today's VRA Investing Podcast. We're going to jump right into it here today. This morning, we got back the latest round of unemployment data coming back with 6.6 million U.S. workers filing for unemployment. Uh, That brings the total from the last two reports now up to about 10 million in unemployment claims, which is a of course, a, a devastating number to hear, but you do need to take into account that 80% of Americans, four out of five, are now in quarantine or glorified house arrest, as it will, I think it will soon be referred to. Uh, and once this glorified house arrest is over, at least some of these people will be able to get back to work. But, uh, but some of these businesses may never recover from the shutdown, even with government assistance, Many may never open their doors again, which, of of course, is heartbreaking. The small businesses in this country are some of the hardest working people in the world. And it's an absolute shame to see what's happening right now. Analysts are predicting unemployment could soar to over 27 million unemployed. Some estimates are even higher than that. Folks, that is economic devastation. So the real question remains right now. Is the cure going to be more harmful than the disease itself? Now, of course, any loss of human life is tragic, but this is the situation that we're dealing with right now, and it's a conversation that we must be having. We've got to put on our our big kid pants here. Do we want to shut down our economy, possibly leading to the lives of millions as opposed to the lives of, you know, tens of thousands due to COVID-19? We know that Each percentage increase in unemployment amplifies the suicide rate significantly. Families go hungry. People suffer from extreme anxiety and depression. And lives are destroyed because of this. And given the scale that we're looking at right now in unemployment, it makes you, you got to ask the question, will more people die from, from unemployment and the economic devastation than will ever be impacted by the coronavirus? Uh, there's a very real possibility that we're getting into that now. and We have to take that into consideration when we plan our next steps. We need to be prepared to get back to work. That whatever day we open back up on, we hit the ground running so that we can put this behind us. Uh, it's just, I'm sure you've seen it gone around, going around the flaws and the models that they're using to predict with. Uh, and here's you know Dr. Fauci's numbers. Their model predicted that just last week, that 121,000 Americans would be hospitalized by yesterday. The actual number was 31,142. That is a massive miss. You don't you do that in any other profession, it's see ya, you're fired. There's no way, you know, the crazy thing is is that a lot of these people will probably get promotions for it. But these are the same people who said that by now we would have over a million dead. That is the whole reason that we are shut down. But now we know how flawed those models are. But this is probably the worst part. If you saw Fauci's interview where he downplayed the economic impact that this is having here, he said, and I quote, the economic losses are inconvenient. Uh, How big of a disconnect do you have to have with reality to say something like that? We went on to say that we should stay on shutdown until there isn't a single case left with no time frame of how long that may be. How long will it be? Six months? A year? Two years? How long do we remain on house arrest for? Just 
like I said, how disconnected from reality do you have to be to say something like that? I once on this podcast called Dr. Fauci America's doctor. Now I'm wondering if he should even be able to to practice, if he should even be out there. It's astounding how wrong that the doctors and epidemiologists of this, and I'm not uh, an epidemiologist, but I'm also not sure that that's who we need to be making these models. The people who I know, the people who are financial professionals, who have started to dedicate their time to looking into what we should be doing right now, They've been doing this for weeks and they've been put they've already put together more accurate models than what the doctors out there have. It makes you question who should we be listening to in reality right now. Uh, but on that same note, there is one aspect that is very important and especially for here for us here and for our listeners that we want to get a, a, a little positive in there. I know that talking about unemployment is tough to do. But we have to look at it from a way of how can we help the most people as possible. And here's you know one piece that might help us do that. Tom Lee put out last this last night. And that is in the two most recent scenarios in 2003 and in 2009, the S&P 500 bottomed two to four weeks before the bottom in unemployment. So that could be another sign right now that we see a bottom is in place or at least the bottoming process is playing out. Now, that doesn't mean we're going to get, not going to get a retest. That could certainly ha- happen. But we did finish higher today on that news that 6.6 million are unemployed. And we know that markets that go up on bad news want to go a lot higher. So we'll stay tuned, see if that's what's happening here. That is, uh, you know, the way that we're looking at it. That's the way that we're positioned right now. And until we see something else, we continue to be long this market. So... Uh, but we're, I mean, we're watching and monitoring the situation day to day, folks, and make sure you're tuning in with us here every day at the market close. And to get an even more in-depth look, take uh, come and join two free weeks right now at VRAinsider.com to get full access to everything that we're seeing out there right now. Let's take a look now at our markets on the day, though. Like I said, we did finish higher across the board. The Dow was up 2.24% to 21000 413. The S&P 500 was actually our laggard and we finished at the highs of the day here. So that's that's not a weak day of trading. The S&P was up 2.28% to 2526. The Nasdaq up 1.72% to 7487 and lastly the Russell 2000 up just less than 1.3% to 1085 there for the Russell 2000. Now looking at our internals on the day uh, it was a little worrisome earlier in the day on a nice update like it was. The internals were actually negative. So we actually got a little bit of flip into the close just 30 minutes ago. They, they were negative the last time I saw them. But we did finish up slightly on the day. Advances beating out declines with 3,586 advances to 2,629 declines. New highs to new lows were not pretty today. And we are getting slightly worse there. Uh, got over 250 companies hitting new 52-week lows today, um, but that, as we mentioned here before as well, that is going to play need to play some catch-up, and it will take some time to get back to positive numbers there. Lastly, up-down volume did come slightly positive in as well. Now, on a good sign here that many are watching is the VIX, which continues to fall down another 10% today just below 51 right now. And remember, it was at 80 just two weeks ago. 
getting below that 50 number will be an important mark there just for the psychology of investors. And we've seen it go down even on down days. So and that makes a lot of sense. And when you look at it and you realize, of course, there is so much money being pumped into this system right now by the Fed. And we have to remember this fact. Their track record is undefeated through all the previous times of quantitative easing, one through three, uh, all ended with stock market prices higher. And as we saw, once they started to wean it off, our stock market fell again. So they're, they're definitely inflating it, but they're doing it right now. So that is something we've got to pay attention to. Uh, another bullish factor here, though, as contrarians, is the sentiment surveys that continue to come back. Bank of America Merrill Lynch came in at a zero for bullish sentiment last week. It, it doesn't get any, any uh, worse than that. So we want to be on the opposite side of that as contrarians. We also got the AAII survey in that came in last night. Bullish readings did increase by 2%, but bearish sentiment remains at extreme levels here, just below 50% of all investors are bearish right now. It came in at 49.73. That is down slightly from last week, but still, like I said, extreme bearishness for our, our investors right now. Looking at our sectors on the day, we were led by energy as oil had a huge day today. After President Trump tweeted this right here, he said, just spoke to my friends, MBS Crown Prince of Saudi Arabia, who spoke with President Putin of Russia and I expect and hope that they will be cutting back approximately 10 million barrels and maybe more. He went on to say that it could be as much as 15 million barrels. That's great news for everybody. Uh, of course, that, that is great news. And also right now, gas prices lower, acts as a tax cut for the American citizens. So it's not all bad. But there are a lot of differing views here. Some are saying that the Russians claim to have never said this. But regardless of the rumors out there, oil reacted nicely today on the news, up 23% per barrel today for crude. Energy led the way for our sectors up over 9%. We were followed there by utilities up over 3%. Consumer staples down just less than that. And healthcare. And then our laggers on the day, if you want to call them that, we did finish with 11 out of our 11 S&P 500 sectors higher on the day. Consumer discretionary was still up about three-tenths of 1%, followed there by real estate up 1.3 and industrials up 1.4. Industrials, you know, we've gotten a lot of talk about what the fourth phase of this stimulus bailout package is. And, and we know that Trump wants an infrastructure deal. He's been wanting an infrastructure deal. So something that we're watching there for industrials as well. Lastly for today, our VRA commodity watch. Gold having a big day today, up over 3% to 1,640 an ounce. The miners had a good day as well today. We want to see the miners lead, which they did, up 4.2%. It's a strong day there. Silver up an even bigger, 4.85% to 1,466 an ounce. Copper up as well, a little less than 2% to $2.21 a pound. And as I mentioned earlier, oil, just an absolutely huge day today, up 23%. I've said this thing on every podcast, but it just blows my mind to be saying up 23% to $25 a barrel. That's, I mean, we were at 56, six weeks ago. That is an, a, never seen before for oil, um, at least not recently, that's for sure. Lastly here for today, Bitcoin rallying as well, up 6.6% to 6,791 a Bitcoin. 
Folks, that is all that we have time for here today. Please be sure to subscribe to receive our VRA podcast in your inbox every day at the market close. You can sign up at VRAinsider.com. Click the podcast link at the top. And as always, if you have any questions, please feel free to send them our way. Uh, we love to take the time to answer them here. Uh, um, we don't know if you saw it, but on our blog yesterday, we posted um, a piece where we put together our VRA stimulus guide, your guide to getting everything that you need as an individual, as a small business, to get the stimulus that you deserve here with everything that's happening so please check it out it's at kipharish.com. Thanks again for, for tuning in. We'll, we'll see you back here tomorrow for the close.